right, yes. Welcome to another episode of FN Techies. This is Tat Wizza, and I am functioning as a techie right now. Um, I've been away for a minute. I uh, have tried to tape some things, um, but I didn't put them out. And the reason I didn't put them out is because I am trying to reconfigure how effing techies is going to work. Because in my mind, it all flows, but you guys aren't in my mind. So you need to know some things that make sense to you. Um, <clears throat> the reason I came up with effing techies is because I felt like the dynamic of how technology in this world has changed to a point that everybody is functioning as... Uh, techie. Um, either they understand it or they don't understand it, but they live it one way or another, whether they understand it or not, or both. Um, but before, you know, I've, I've said this before, but I need to go back and, and re-explain some things, if that's okay with everybody. Um, so I want to explain, I want to start from the beginning of whence I came and how I evolved into the techie that I evolved into so people could maybe understand why effing techies is the evolution of whence I came and where I'm going. Um, all right. So in 1997, I started on the Hot 97 Street team. I was in my last year of college, but <clears throat> it was a tenuous journey through college because I didn't even think I was going to be in college. It wasn't a goal. It just happened to happen. I thought I was going to be living whatever best life I was going to live through whatever job I was going to find. And at the time, unfortunately, I did have the idea that I would probably do some things in the street in order to acquire my money. And the opportunity for college came up and it seemed like, you know what, why not? That's just as good as an opportunity as whatever I was initially thinking of. Um, so I went to school, had a tenuous time there. Um, shout to Flip the Script podcast, episode 69. That's me. I tell talk more about that there and my journey within Hot 97. But to speed things along, I got to a point to where I uh, was with Funk Flex and the team and started having opportunities come about. Um, what I went to school for was directing, and that was some of the opportunities that also came about. Directing some videos, shout to Uncle Murder, shout to Pat Poose. Um, probably two of my biggest videos that I did when I was doing videos, which is on me for not doing videos still, but regardless, we'll get there. Um, so those opportunities um, over time involve things like Fuss DVD, which is Flex Unsigned Talent, where back in like 06 or something, I, you know, we were trying to spotlight the up and coming rappers. Um, and that, that, that was a fun situation and a learning situation and, and helped me 
get out there a little bit as well. Um, so it's the videos that I got to direct, um, the the first DVD, they uh, put me in the world of new and exciting unsigned talent and so forth. And, um, and then more and more opportunities came about. And then in 2010, Flex sat down and was like, I really want to, really, to be honest, the real story is in 2009, Flex sat down and was like, I want a real good interactive website. And in 2008, I had started Tat's Tech Talk with my guy Omar, shout to Omar. So he came to me and was like, yo, I want to do this website, da, da, da. And the day, shout to Spoon, um... Spoon is was Flex's manager at the time. Spoon was running the whole situation, and Spoon scheduled a meeting with me and my man Omar. And that day, my son, Jaden Garrett, uh, had to do something, and his mom stressed me or pressed me or whatever to get it done. And so I couldn't make the meeting, and the meeting was in Westchester, and I was in Brooklyn. And, you know, for whatever reason, I couldn't make the meeting, and... They met, didn't seem to meet eye to eye, and I should have been there to smooth things over. And long story short, FunkFlex.tv happened, and it wasn't the website. It happened without us um, because we didn't get that bid per se. Um, And then the next year came, and Flex wanted to start a website. So he didn't come to me this time, which made sense because clearly I didn't follow through with the last time. But what he did do was go to one of our ex-interns who I had a very good and still have a good relationship with. She's just so busy out doing everything. And I knew her digital side, which I had been promoting anyway, because she had a website called PB&J, which stood for peanut butter and jelly. And it was based on music and what was going on and some some stuff like that. So um, he went to her and then she involved the person that she knew that was a web dev. They worked on WordPress. And I only knew WordPress.com at the time, not WordPress.org. And that's what she put together. It's a lot more involved. Um, and in doing so, they came up with the website in Flex We Trust. Shout to Sabrina B who named the site in FlexWeTrust.com. Um, and so when in Flex We Trust launched, I knew I needed to be a part of it. And I wanted to uh, make sure that I didn't just become a part of it, that I involved myself fully. And, and since I was kind of producing the show, even though I wasn't acknowledged for it at the time, um, that I wanted to make sure that I did what I need to do in the digital space. So I grind. I worked hard. I did got four hours of sleep a night for a year. I put up the tech post on the site, which I ended up veering away from tatstechtalk.com, which was my personal tech blog that um, I had been doing for uh, almost two years at the time, but sporadically and at my own time, which I was wasting. Um, and... Ended up managing inflexwetrust.com within the first year. And then so forth, history was made. We ended up doing millions and millions of views. I think 2014 alone, we did 210 million views and still did many views after that. Um, We're not strong in the space right now, but we're revamping. Um, And that's why I'll progress past that. Um, But also... 
uh, I was, all right, let me backtrack as well a little bit. During the time I was coming up from 03 with Flex to 2010, when we launched in Flex We Trust, I had done the Fuzz DVD, shot, vi directed videos, directed other projects, other artist videos, those things. And I also worked with the, the web managers for Hot97.com. There were a couple different ones. Shout to Keith Cochran and shout to uh, Frank, who is the homie, um, Frank William Miller Jr. So he goes by FWMJ. Uh, you might have seen him on uh, Instagram and Twitter and so forth. He's really cool with Questlove. And he had a site called Rappers I Know. But anyway, I was one of the first content creators uh, for Hot97.com where I had my own Tats Tech Talk section. So I was creating content in there as well. But once Inflex We Trust happened, I slowed up on all of that because it like the success that Inflex We Trust was having demanded time. And because it was immediate results, anything else that I knew if I stayed with it would have became something I knew also that it would have hurt me from being the person that uh, ran the site. And it was an incredible notch to have under my belt. And I thank God that I did do that. But um, yeah, so I was one of the first Hot 97 content creators. Also, shout to Omar again. We were the first people, we made Hot 97's Twitter. We were the first people to spread the word of Twitter in this building. I even have an email to this day that shows Miss Info hitting me back like, hey, Tad, I'm gonna check out this Twitter thing, right? Which was, you know, incredible. Social media was known, but it hadn't taken off past MySpace at the time. Facebook was growing, but only in the colleges. So nobody knew really what social media was going to become at the time. And we had a strong indication that it was going to be incredible, incredible. Um, so, yeah, so started in Flex We Trust and then grinded out, moved, went places with Flex as we learned things and met people. I jumped into the tech world. While jumping into the tech world, I uh, met uh, some tremendous people, some well, incredible people with tremendous uh, situations and so forth. Uh, going to CES for five years in a row. Um, plan on going back, but it's just, you know, priorities are priorities and getting things together, getting things together. So um, built a network in the technology world uh, that is, I think, pretty strong even to this day. Um, took that from everything that I was doing, created with my man Jesse K., hot and tech that did some dope stuff met interviewed some some important people um in the tech space which was difficult to do because jesse nor i are known for being hot 97 personalities um one and two you know we had that black white thing light-skinned black guy uh white Jewish guy thing going on and I guess I resemble Ebro anyway so they were calling us the android version of Ebro and Rosenberg which to me was funny um, which is why I don't care it doesn't bother me and I will speak on it even now um, 
But yeah, so created Hot and Tech, and then some things happen, and now we're in a different space. I don't have Hot and Tech anymore. One of the main things that um, helped me create F and Techies was the stoppage of Hot and Tech. Um, but I'm not haven't been um, moving with it in the same pace, which is what I'm trying to get back to now. And then since even starting developing and even coming out with um, Hot and Tech, I mean, F and Techies, pardon me, um, more ventures with Flex in the digital space. We now have created a platform for artists, the Funk Flex Facebook Messenger, which if you're an artist and you're listening to this because you're like, oh, this is Tat Wizard, let me see how I can learn him better in order to hound him for music favors, understandable, but um, submitfunkflex.com is the only way I'm truly going to engage with you. If you're a talented, unknown artist, because it's too much to try and keep up with um, the amount of talent and the unknown artists that are out there without having some type of metric that we trust. Um, so with that, it's AI slash chatbot based where um, some command structures are built in, um, but it responds to how you move. And it's pretty simple. You judge People go and judge the music. Music gets to the leaderboard, the top 10 gets listened to by the crew and my, you know, I'm part of the crew, but the, gets listened to the crew and we pick together who is going to win the contest. So um, F and Techies is here. It's, it's a passion of mine. There's just a lot going on to where I need my resources in other places, my resources being my brain. Um, to be in other places while I build out and make sure that the the platform for these new artists is the best that it can be for the artist, as well as for the curators and the people listening and judging and so forth, um, as, long, as well as um, probably doing something I should have did back in the original Inflex We Trust days, which at this point is you know, going on 10 years, um, I should have done this at least five, six years ago, if not eight, nine years ago, um, built out a better ecosystem for Flex um, that would be great for everybody all around. Um, I clearly have the knowledge to do so. I just haven't applied myself. Um, and Flex says something all the work, all the time about putting in the work, and that's that's really what it takes. And so that's one of the other things that F and Techies is about is showing the difference between those that do, those that don't, showing the people that know technology that don't, showing the people that understand technology enough to move forward by doing and, you know, all of that in between. Um, and so uh, my next venture, besides building out the Flex ecosystem, besides making sure that the Funk Flex Facebook Messenger or whatever it's going to be called is as strong as it can be, besides taking F and Techies to another level or at least being consistent so I can make it bring it into fruition the way that I really see it I'm also jumping into the podcast world again besides F and Techies um where I am getting in other podcasts shout to Ish um shout to Twitch Story those things I'm not even going to explain until they come out just to make sure that I'm not looking like I'm trying to do too much and aren't doing too much and also um shout to Yum 
young urban moms who I am going to be executive producing. So I'm trying to learn the full scope of the podcast world and take my knowledge of the radio world that I have for the last 20 years and apply it to such as that'll probably be at some point um, where I can create another career moving forward. Um, of course, I'm with Flex all the time, so I'm not leaving anytime soon. I'm just saying on top of, um, that's one of the things I want to do. And it's funny because I have people that because they see me with Flex, they think I don't do anything for myself. And I get it. It's really love that they're applying this type of thought. But at the same time, uh, it's unfair to not really look and say, you know what? Those guys did a lot of things that... You know, maybe everybody didn't know, but we know Tat knows that stuff. So maybe that's his thing. So he's in his lane and he's doing what he wants to do. But, you know, I mean, look, I, I again, appreciate the sentiment, appreciate the love and the respect of, you know, what they believe. The love and respect of what they believe that they are telling me. But, um, you know, look, all right. Another reason I started F and Techies was because I wanted to get information out on a regular basis that I do have in my mind. Um, the I think even though society has changed and me translating technology to people that don't understand it isn't as valuable as it once was because so many more people understand it. But at the same time, there are still a lot of people in this world that do not understand what is going on right now. Um, they're lost and they need help. And that is another reason why I created F and Techies, as well as to highlight the people that in uh as well as to highlight the people that are in the space and doing their damn thing and deserve the credit that they deserve, especially me being in the hip-hop space. Um, it's often not popular to highlight somebody doing their thing that's not hip-hop-centric or what the hip-hoppers find to be popular, um, like money closing holes, you know, like that's a thing that is forever ingrained into the hip-hop fan base. But um, either, you know, there's also the thought process because hip-hop started in the hood and is hood-based or has been hood-based for the most part of its existence, um, coming out of the urban neighborhoods, it was once a thing that you either had a wicked jump shot or you sold crack rock. Like, it was either you were an athlete or you were in sports uh, sorry, it was either you were an athlete or, you know, you were a drug dealer. And then the only other thing that you could do to get out of the ghetto was to become a rapper. And I think that's why primarily there are so many people trying to become rappers nowadays because they don't want to be in the street. They don't find that lifestyle attractive that people once found attractive. Um, and they don't feel like they want to be athletes. So, you know, 
they feel like music is the way to go. Now, it, it can be. Um, entertainment is becoming more and more crowded um, with the fact that people have the tools right in front of them in order to do what they want to do, right? The tools being the internet and the thing, social media and the things that are internet adjacent, the more you understand, the better you will be able to use those tools in order to get ahead. Um, but yeah, like the, you don't have to be a rapper. There's a lot of other positions in music that you could figure out to do in order to do that. So yes, you should try maybe be in entertainment. Just don't think, let me be a rapper because everybody doesn't have that skill set, which is maybe why the sound of hip hop has gotten to a point that people like me from Generation X and older people um, that knew hip hop from once before don't find it to be um, as entertaining as it once was because the sound has changed and it seems like to us for not the better because the skill set doesn't require you to do as much homework in order to be able to do it. Um, but again, you know, I work at a place where I do listen to the new hip hop and I'm not mad at it as a whole, like some people in my age bracket and I do find it to be entertaining and so forth. But yes, I also do see where the bars lack often and sometimes you can't even understand and there's still a popular person, you know, like, there's rappers that are super big and you can't even rap back their lines because you don't know what the fuck they're saying. And it's no disrespect to them, but it's just how it is. And why not? If your fan base doesn't care if you're being clear, then don't be clear. I get it. But again, everybody's not going to be a rapper. But with all of that being said, um, more importantly... Those things that existed for minorities and the hood um, don't necessarily exist anymore because of the Internet, yes, but also because the growth of the Internet and the infrastructure of the Internet and the need for all of that um, is becoming more and more in life that if you don't know a certain level of technology, I'll say in the next 5, 10 years, but maybe even 20, that you won't get a job anywhere. I mean, maybe McDonald's, but to be honest, the automation to a lot of these jobs that exist now um, that don't require a strong skill set or brain activity for the most part will be uh, happening. The automation being robots taking over, you know, you're going to go to a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Pizza Hut and all of that, and you're going to get served without one human interaction, you're going to pay your money and you're going to get your product. And that's going to be that. You're going to the Amazon when they pop up with their brick and mortars, they're already destroying the basis of brick and mortars now. But when they pop up with their brick and mortars and all you do is have your Amazon Prime account, walk in, either scan or it auto scans or however it's going to work, work and walk out with the product and it just automatically charges you because it linked your account to the product that you grab. It's done, like, did, what, why is there a cashier? There's no cashier. There's no stock boy. I mean, there might be a stock boy, but again, more than likely robots will take that over. Um, there's just, just going to be less and less jobs and things like that. So you're going to need to grow yourself 
in order to obtain work. You know, things like what Andrew Yang, current uh, political candidate, is saying of $1,000 a month guaranteed to every person seems like something that isn't going to happen, which I've even said is very pie in the sky. Um, Shout to Big Time Mike G. Shout to Carly Hustle, who liked this candidate. And I do like him. I just think there's so many things we have to knock out before we get to that point that we're going to hurt ourselves and not even get to that point if we focus on that point right now. Meaning if we don't knock down certain uh, legislations, if we don't knock down the structures of certain things, of how things are done even, then getting to the American public $1,000 a month won't happen anytime soon. And by the time it does, inflation will be so high that it that thousand dollars a month won't mean as much and you're still going to need to go out and get work either way and so that's what i want to promote is stem science technology engineering and math or even steam science technology engineering art design and math um all of it is you know really the language of math as a whole um but um if you don't learn something in one of these fields, you will eventually be left to die. And that is my overall goal at F and Techies is to actually not just showcase those that have become functioning techies or not to showcase those that are actually functioning techies, but to actually help create and make as many people as possible over time, uh, not just functioning techies, but people that can sustain jobs and lives and so forth. So that's, that's my goal and that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to do that by spotlighting people and giving motivation and showing the path and, and those things. I'm just not as, uh, articulate as I'd like to be in order to create this content on a more regular basis, as well as my energy is so far into another place of all of the things I mentioned before and what I'm creating in order to build, yes, this up, but everything else up. So sometimes being that this is my personal project, not necessarily something I'm doing for anyone else, um, which is what I'm good at, but because it's mine, I do it less. It's the thing that can take the L or the back seat as a priority to everything else that needs to get done in order to pay bills, in order to make sure the brands that I care about are in a good place and all of that. So I just wanted to give that explanation as to why um, I'm not as haven't been on or haven't been seen and haven't been as consistent and hope you bear with me as I ramp up and do things and follow me on social media, T-A-T-W-Z-A, pretty much across all platforms. Um, and you know, if I'm doing something wrong, pull my coat. I'm not the type of person that, or at least I've become the type of person that won't act like I know everything and won't accept help. So, uh, yeah, help me help everyone if that's possible. All right. This is Tat Wizza and I appreciate you listening and, I will be back with another episode as soon as possible with F and Techies.